Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and every week I lead you through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond, bringing you stories of the amazing people in and around the barbecue culture. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen in. I appreciate the gift of your time, and I hope I can entertain you for a little bit. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe on your favorite podcatcher, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. And now, on with this week's show. Hello, Eat More Barbecue family, and thank you for tuning in to Canada's longest-running barbecue podcast. Welcome to episode number 151. I first met my guest this week in 2018 at the Barbecue on the Bow competition. I was there chatting with some of the teams for the podcast, and he was there as part of the Porky Fat Stacks Barbecue and Social Club. Over the last couple of years, I've had the chance to visit with him at various barbecue competitions, and also at his butcher shop that is a mainstay here in Calgary. Ever since that first meeting, we've been talking about sitting down for the podcast, and we finally made it happen a couple of weeks ago. Noel Jervis from Ryan's Meats is truly a great supporter of the barbecue community, and his shop carries an amazing selection of top-quality Alberta meats, and also a bunch of rubs, sauces, and other products from a number of barbecue competitors and other local purveyors. Have you checked out After the Cook live on YouTube every Tuesday, and also in podcast form on all your favorite podcatchers? Eat More Barbecue Digital Media is pleased to be helping with production of the podcast version of the show, find out how Eat More Barbecue Digital Media can help you with consulting, recording, voice work, or full production, email us at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. That music you're hearing in the background is one of two new original compositions by my friend Alan Horbin, who has graciously provided all of the music you hear on this podcast. Check him out on YouTube. That's Alan with one L, Horbin, H-O-R-A-B-I-N. He's a great guy and a very talented musician, and I appreciate his support of the show. This portion of the Eat More Barbecue podcast is brought to you by Rumi by Atco and their Ask a Home Inspector service. Here's Brendan, one of those home inspectors, to tell you all about it. Hi there, I'm Brendan, a certified home inspector with Rumi. Do you have a problem that needs fixing? Whether it's big or small, inside or outside, let me help you find out what's really going on. You can call me by phone, or we can take a look together over video chat. Visit rumi.ca, that's R-U-M-I dot C-A, and go to Ask a Home Inspector to book your appointment with me today. Hey everybody, we're back, another episode of the podcast here, and uh, for 68 years, uh, Ryan's Meat has been serving Alberta, or Calgary specifically, with uh, high quality, primarily locally sourced uh, meat and uh, butcher products, so I'm really excited. We've been trying to hook this up for a while, but excited to be here with Noel Jervis uh, from Ryan's Meats. Noel, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate you gave me a little uh, quick tour of the back there and uh, tried some fresh out of the smoker uh, honey garlic pepperoni that was just fantastic, grease dripping all over my face and my hands. And, that's how uh, it's supposed to be. <laughs> that's right, yeah. It's, uh, now you, uh, different uh, taste and flavor fresh out of there than oh yeah fresh out of the tank is always the best yeah Yeah. absolutely couldn't agree more yeah awesome so a little bit before we get into the ryan's meat story a little bit about yourself uh you've been doing this you said for about uh, 10 12 years oh no in this business um longer than that in the business well dad my father took me to a butcher shop in sparwood when i was seven okay frank's european sausage and deli gave me a boning knife said take the meat off the bones 
went through more band-aids than you could shake a stick at. But it taught me knife skills. Yeah, yeah. Not, not your own bones, but... Uh. <laughs> but I've been doing it a long so time. you've been at it. So you're from B.C. originally, then? Originally from B.C. Okay. Yes. How long have you been here in Calgary? I moved here... Uh, the first time I moved here was in 84, and I was here till 88. Yep. And then I came back here in 93, and I've been here since. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, so let's, uh, I guess before we get into Ryan's Meats, so what does barbecue mean to you? It, um, heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's a good one. <laughs> that might be one of the best answers I've gotten. <laughs> good. <laughs> so uh, 68 years for Ryan's Meats. We were chatting a little before uh started recording about the history, kind of go through uh, the history of the business, I guess. Well, to the best of my knowledge, the Ryan Brothers started this back in 1953. Yep. And they used to have, I think at one time, three uh, stores. Oh, wow. Uh, they had one in Forest Lawn, one I'm not sure where, and this one. Okay. And they ran it for a long time. Well, yep. obviously, age got the best of them. Sure. Their son took over. And um, they did, sheesh, they were at it for quite some time. Yeah. It's hard in this industry to find good workers to do this kind mm-hmm. of job. It's yep. It's not a pencil pushing job by no, far it's, this is this is work yeah and it's hard to find those, those kinds of people so mm-hmm. over the years you could go through a lot of people and then uh they finally sold and somebody else took over and it didn't last long for them yep then somebody else took over and it didn't last long and then i took over in 2009 and yep. Got my business partner Bruce with me, and we've been moving forward ever since. Right, awesome. So, in this location here in the Northeast, the oh, whole they, time this place has been here so, since uh, what was it, mid eighties? Okay, it's yeah. been, This business has yeah. been in this say, shop. I didn't, didn't think this building was that that old, but uh, no. mid eighties. That sounds about yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been. I wasn't here, but Bruce was yeah. here before me. But okay, so he's been around a while. Yep, yeah, he's seen a lot of things change over the years. I'm sure, I'm sure. So that's uh, and has the business obviously, or even since you took over, has it kind of stayed the same, or has what you're um, doing changed a bit uh, since you kind of came in? Bruce was here before. It was more of a just processing for wild game and right. uh, custom beef, mm-hmm. pigs, stuff like that, and then. Bruce had been here long enough to know that this place needed to change to retail. Right. As well as doing our processing. Mm-hmm. And literally, was what he knew and how we did it, it's turned around and yeah. worked very well. Yep. Awesome. So let's talk about what you do offer. You you do the processing for uh, for game processing? Yeah, we do uh, mobile slaughter. Yep. We go out and slaughter pigs, goats, lambs. Well, hopefully not goats and lambs. Mm-hmm. But we do whatever they need to get slaughtered and right. then bring them here and age them however they want, cut them to however they want, freeze it, and they come pick it up. Right. And then in the retail, it's fully retail. Like yeah. We have, there's many different kinds of items downstairs for you to choose from. Yeah. And it's, I'll, I emphasize, most of this stuff is local from Alberta. Awesome. Yeah, that's what we like to hear. So. Yeah. And then you're, uh, for the meats, that the retail side of the meats, are you bringing in... Whole animals and pros breaking yeah, we'll them down. Yeah, we'll bring in and uh, the full box. cows. Yeah. Like all our pigs come from Arrowwood Hutterite Colony. Okay. They're the I've had pigs from different colonies, and by far Arrowwood had the best quality pigs. Excellent. Where are they out of? Uh, Arrowwood, literally. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> and good product. Very yep. good product. Yeah. Nice. And we get uh, some of our beef from them. Yep. We get our be- beef from Ben's Quality Meats out of Pitcher Butte. Okay. Uh, 
we've been getting some meat out of family meats out of Pinocchio, mm-hmm. but we definitely source local. Yeah. Awesome. And you're, and like you say, you're bringing in the whole carcass, breaking it down into the, the yeah. cuts that are in the, yeah, sh- we get the, some, uh, we case. get some stuff from Centennial, which is, sure. you know, it's all slaughtered down here in uh, Cargill or JBS right. and uh, yep. Medicine Hat or right. not Brooks. Medicine Hat, Brooks. Brooks yeah. But anyways, it's local. We yeah. know it's local. Yep. Excellent. And then the, the wild game processing for the hunting uh, community? Last year was the first year we didn't do wild game. Oh, really? We were so busy with game, because, or I mean uh, beef, because of this COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Farmers can't get their meat into the processing plants to right. get them slaughtered. Okay. And because I have my mobile slaughter license, yeah, yeah. that's okay. how we managed to do it. Oh, wow. We hired another guy to uh, train him how to do the slaughter, Yep. and he's been doing it for us. Wow. So, so that's... Uh, we've been staying... Yeah. Quite busy. So, yeah, because the wild game has been a pretty big part of the business over the years. Eh? Oh, it was a huge part of the business. Yeah. And literally last year, because we had so many clean beef hanging in the cooler, Yeah, not to be disrespectful to the hunters, but there's hunters yeah. out there that don't take good care of their animals. Right. And the last thing I wanted was hair or anything like that on these clean beefs that mm-hmm. we've been took the yeah. extra time to make sure stayed that way. Yeah, yeah you don't want to... <laughs> Compromise. Cross-contaminate. Cross-contaminate, so. absolutely, yep. And you've got the health board and Alberta mm-hmm. Agriculture in here. Yep. we got to make sure things are kept up. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, let's talk about uh, the uh, the smoking on site. We were, as I yep. said, you were just down there showing me the uh, the operation for doing the sausage and stuff. Kind of walk through that process. Uh, well, we bake down the animal and get the yep. trim that we need. Everything's done in 25-pound batches. I stay that way because... I find my sausages are consistent. There's yeah. no, you start doing five pounds, seven pounds, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's too irregular. Right. So I stay with my recipe with 25 pounds. Mm-hmm. Grind it, mix it, stuff it into the smoker. It goes, it stays in there till certain temperature. Sure. I'll take it out. Then it goes in a hot bath until I bring the product up to 160 degrees, fully cooked, ready, yep. safe to eat. Yep. And then let it dry and cool and right. package it and. There you go. Nice. Chomp yeah. away. Yeah, that, like, yeah. That that uh, I'm gonna have to grab some of that honey garlic on the way out. I think here. So, uh, the smokers. It's uh, you were showing me. It's a wood chip. Uh, wood chip smokers. Wood chip smokers. Yep. Yeah, one's a them. rock a rock load where you can put two three hundred pounds on the rock, push it right. into the smoker. Yep. And the other one's a hand fed smoker. It's everything's on sticks, so you just yep. gotta load it by hand. Yep. And it's the smell of the wood chips with the hickory, mm-hmm. and we use nothing but hickory. Nice. It's we find it to be quite tasty. Yeah, absolutely. And our customers seem to like it because they keep coming back. Keep coming back for it, right? So how many different varieties of sausages? I make about eighty-four different flavors of sausage. Wow. Yeah, eighty-four. I bought that. Yeah. That's a it's a lot to keep track of. It is, but yeah. I got the recipe books and nice. we stay consistent. Yeah, awesome. That's a that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, you you touched on some of the stuff with covid in the past year what uh sort of challenges or maybe opportunities has that kind of brought along for you we when it first happened last year the end of march there we closed down for two weeks just to be safe just to Mm -hmm. give everybody a peace of mind yep and once we opened up the door holy moly it's just it's been a gong show yep yeah i could I could sleep for a week. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> well, I think, and yeah, any a lot people are cooking at home a lot more, right? Absolutely. Like it was, there was people trying to binge buy like it was mm-hmm. toilet paper, but yep. 
we put a, a handle on that right away. If right. you want to order it, order it, yeah. and then we'll get it in and get it done for you. Yeah. But you're not going to come in here and wipe us out. Yeah. And there was just a lot of new faces in here. That's good. Uh, we'd like to think that we've got a lot of them are repeats. They mm-hmm. keep coming back keep because coming, yeah. we're adamant about what we put out. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah, quality uh, quality speaks, right? It sure does. Yep. Let's uh, uh, talk about barbecue a little bit. Gee, I know you're quite involved in the the competition barbecue community. Uh, how did you kind of get rolled into that? Uh? Well, over beers, as <laughs> usually has, <laughs> as, it, as it goes. Yeah. Um, got to know a bunch of the guys from the barbecue competitions. Yeah. And enjoy them. They're all a bunch of good guys. Yeah, I know uh, Chris from Rocky Mountain. Uh, yeah, Chris and Todd. Todd from Rocky there, Mountain yeah. Smokers. And you yeah. have Karim, Holy yep. Smokes Jesse, and Ryan, and uh, hold on. There's one, two, three, Karim, Jesse, four. Uh, I think there's another one. Uh, that's the Porky Fat Stack. Yeah, group. Porky yeah. Fat Stack. I'm trying to think. I've had uh, the three for sure. Yeah, and then, then you have... Tukes, uh, frozen Tuke. frozen Tuke. Um, in Beaumont, uh, Chris, Chris, yes, yeah, and who else comes? Oh, there's uh, what's his Kobe? Kobe is that his name? His brother opened up uh, Redneck Redneck Barbecue. Okay, he had started originally, but he went to into a restaurant business okay. now. Okay, uh, who else comes in here? There's I've had a few from Airdrie. Um, Jeez, I'm sorry, yeah, I can't okay, remember yeah. everybody's yeah. names, but yeah. anyways, I've a lot of them come here yeah. and get their supplies, and I cut it the way they want it, or let them choose through the meat, and yep. you know, like oh, this one, oh, whatever. Yep. <laughs> yep. Them, uh, They've yeah. got the eye for it, and yeah, they know what they're after, right? Yeah, they they get the recipe right, yep. they get awards, yeah, and they keep coming back, keep coming back, right? And you've done a bit of uh, competing with some of the teams yourself, right? Um, Porky Fat Stacks had me on there for their. Um, Chef's Choice. Yeah, Barbecue on the Bow a couple of years yep. ago. I think that's when you and I first uh, yep. first talked. And so. they let me do, uh, I did a, a, a stuffed chicken leg. Right. It was terribly good. Yeah. And I finished uh, sixth place. There was three of us tied for sixth place. So, I mean, on first that, time uh, ever yeah. doing it, I was happy. On that uh, competition like that, there's some uh, some quality some quality cooks there. So Yeah, it was, it was really fun. Yeah. And I, I go out to... Uh, well, not lately, but when yeah. they had the competitions, I, yep. I drove out to the places just to yeah. be there, and it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing you out at Cremona there a couple of years ago yep. as well. Yeah, and, uh, I brought my little girl with me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It so. was. It's a lot of fun. It really well, is. hopefully we can get back to some of that before uh, too long, right? So. I just, yeah, touchy subject. <laughs> it is, yeah, no doubt. I don't. <laughs> um, and how about yourself as far as just barbecuing and grilling? What uh, I do it at time yeah. at home all the time. Yeah. What, uh, what are you cooking on at home? Well, some guys are going to say, "Oh, that's a fire hazard." No, I <laughs> I have a Traeger. Yeah. And I love it. Hey, and sure. It, work, it works well for me. Yeah. Um, I'm not inexper- or experienced enough to say I could grab a green egg or a kettle or mm-hmm. a drum or whatever. But I mean, yeah. the Traeger is pretty simple, straightforward, and it does everything I want it to do. And the product that comes off of it, it's delicious. Yeah. You know, if my friends and family eat it, then yep. I'm doing it right. Exactly. Well, and there's a convenience to it as well, right? And that's, yeah. uh, I haven't gone down that route myself yet, but certainly I can see the, uh, it's a lot of fun. The it attraction really of it. You know, I've got my offset at home and I got my Weber kettle that I cook on, but yeah, the, uh, the convenience of just plugging something in and setting the dial and, yeah. and leave, leaving bought, her be for a few hours is nice, right? So, oh, it is. I, yeah. I bought a Napoleon barbecue from Barbecues Galore. Ah, yep. 
holy smokes is that thing ever nice yeah you know it it does a good job yeah. usually you know, it's nice to barbecue because you only drink about two beer but when you're using the smoker <laughs> you're pretty intoxicated by it the time it's up ready. there yeah <laughs> yeah a buddy at my office just picked a got a napoleon this weekend and he's just he was talking telling me about it today it's incredible he's it's got that uh, infrared sear uh yeah i got that thing on it. Yeah. yeah he said he had it up to fired it up the other day with all four burners going and in 11 minutes had it up to almost 750 oh yeah it yeah. doesn't take long yeah gets so hot he very was, fast uh, yeah He's, uh, he's loving it so far. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. There's there's a lot of barbecues out oh, there, yeah. but absolutely, I go with what the guys tell me, and yeah. I've been happy. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, the crew at Barbecues Galore, they're uh, good people. Yeah, you, you know you're going to get a good a good product, whatever you're yeah. buying there. Right? Good service too. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, just before we wrap up, where can folks uh, find uh, Ryan's Meats? Yeah, uh, we're off Bay 14, 1916, 30th Avenue Northeast. Mm-hmm. Um, with all these COVID rules, just got to watch how many people come in at once. Yep. And we keep it sanitized, clean. So yep. we're here to get you whatever you want. And if you don't see it, ask sure. and we'll get it. Yep. Any online presence, web uh, sites, yeah, social web, media? Uh, Ryansmeets.com. Okay. Uh, we have a website. We okay. also have a, what do you call it, Facebook as well. Okay, Facebook. Perfect. I'll put the links in the, the notes for that so folks can find you there. Yep. And we have we bring in it as whatever we can yeah for whatever you need yeah so somebody has something special that you uh, somebody wanted cod cheeks i got cod cheeks yep somebody wanted frog legs i've got frog legs i've yep. got alligator tail nice and then everything else yeah i yeah. did notice in the freezers down there you've got some uh you know some the bison and the lamb and some different meats uh yep yep there's like I said, all, all our sausages are made here. Our bacon's made here. Bruce does a great job on the jerky and the yeah. bacon and the ham. And, awesome. You know, it works good. Excellent. Uh, the last question I ask everybody, Noel, it's uh, it's dinner time. You got the grill or the Napoleon or the Traeger fired up. What's uh, what's your go-to? Well, I actually just kept cut some. You'll see them in the counter downstairs. Mm-hmm. Tomahawk steak. Nice. Yep. I'm a pig. I'll eat one of those, <laughs> so I have no problem with that. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> or a, a ribeye. That's a good choice, yeah. Plenty of ribeyes. Yeah, for sure. What's your uh, what's your seasoning? What do you go with on that? Uh, salt and pepper. Just keep her simple, eh? Yeah, keep her simple. It, salt and pepper is usually all I ever do. Yeah. Well, when you have a when you have a good quality meat, you don't need much, right? You let the uh, simple seasoning. Let the meat. Uh, it is, and let the meat. My spread. wife's Japanese, and she showed me a trick. She uses uh, lemon juice on her steak after it's cooked. Okay. And you would think it, that would be weird, but mm-hmm. holy smokes, it sure complements it. Just probably just livens everything up a little bit. It does. Bit, right? yeah. I was like, wow, I'm surprised. Just a little spritz? Or, it's like uh, trying to eat salad, eh? You, yeah, you try yeah. it once in a yeah, while. Yeah. but okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Noel, thanks for doing this. I appreciate uh, the time and showing me around a bit here and uh, everything you do for the barbecue community. I know it's uh, you're a big part of that here, so it's, uh, it's awesome. It's, Keep it it's up. It's my pleasure. Awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you so much to Noel for taking some time out of his day to meet with me. Noel and his business partner, Bruce, do a great job at Ryan's Meats. And if you have a look at my Instagram from a couple of weeks back, you'll see some pics of the amazing stuffed pork chop I got while I was there. This month's competition segment is brought to you by Shift by Alberta Innovates. Our province is a hotbed of innovation. Now in Season 2, Shift's hosts Katie Dean and John Hagen put the spotlight on Albertan innovators working to improve the world one ripple at a time. Here's a taste of the Shift podcast by Alberta Innovates. Make Shift by Alberta Innovates your next podcast binge. 
Join us as we take a deep dive with the people that are driving Alberta's 21st century economy. These global movers and shakers are working to solve today's challenges, create new opportunities, and build a healthy, sustainable, and prosperous future for Albertans today and for generations to come. Just when you think you know all about Alberta, we're here to shift your perspective. I don't know if I could stress this enough. We have a top three institution in arguably the most important technology in the entire world right now. We will prove a lot of people wrong by coming out of this even stronger. And the way we will do it is by finding ways to help businesses be cash flow positive and by willing to you know, find the ways that we can help. We're just starting to scratch the surface. And I mean, Calgary just this uh, last month announced the fact that they broke their record again for venture capital investment. And some of this is in fintech, some of this is in a whole bunch of different areas where we originally didn't even you know, have these types of core industries in Alberta. We have diversification in our DNA. We just have forgotten about it. Sincerely, we are blessed in Alberta to have all the infrastructure that we do have. Tune into Shift by visiting shift.albertainnovates.ca or your favorite podcast app. There's not a lot to report here on the Canadian competition scene as we're still dealing with COVID restrictions and lockdowns across the country. Porkapalooza was scheduled for the last weekend in May up in Edmonton, and that has now been rescheduled to August 14th and 15th. Taking a look at the Canadian Barbecue Society events calendar, I see that there, the new competition Smoke, Wind and Fire in Lethbridge is still on the books for July 11th, and then there's a pair of backyard comps in Quebec in August. Flipping over to the KCBS Master Series standings, we see that Gettin' Basted is leading the way with 2,231 points, followed by Reuters and Tudors TN with 2,097, and my pal Bill Purvis and Chicken Fried Barbecue nipping at their heels with 1,951 points. I'm sure you can only hear Chaos, our cat, making an appearance in the background here. The chicken fried barbecue team had some real solid results this past weekend, cooking a double competition out in Plainview in West Texas at Mark Marley's Go Big or Go Home Barbecue Bash, with a reserve grand champion on Saturday and a fourth place finish on Sunday. Way to go, Bill! If you're listening to this in the U.S., check out chickenfriedbbq.com to get your hands on some of their Texas rib grind rub. It is amazing stuff, and if you're here in Alberta and want to give it a try, let me know as I'm working on getting a case of it sent up here. Thanks again to Noel from Ryan's Meats for sitting down with me. It was great to finally get it done. And be sure to check them out if you're here in Calgary. I'm working on something new for the show intro, so listen in for that coming in the next couple of weeks. I think it's going to be great. As I've mentioned the last couple of weeks, we're well into another stage of heavier COVID restrictions here in Alberta. And that means that restaurants are limited to takeout and delivery only right now. Whether you're here in Alberta or maybe south of the border where things are starting to open up more, I urge you to do what you can to support your local barbecue joints in whatever way you're comfortable and able. Whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, stay safe, wear your masks, and get your vaccinations as soon as you're able. The Eat More Barbecue Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. The Canadian Podcast Award nominees for 2021 were recently announced, and once again, a number of APN shows are in the running. One of those, in the Outstanding Sports Series category, is To and Out CFL Podcast. 
Travis Curra and Brazilian Ty have done a great job throughout the pandemic of keeping listeners up to date with the latest CFL news, and it certainly has not been easy since there's not been a game for a year and a half now. Here's hoping that there's actual football for the boys to talk about before too long. Please visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com for links to To and Out CFL Podcast and all the other great shows on the network. That's a wrap, everybody. See y'all next week. Hey friends, thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the show and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. You can find me online at eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at albertabbqtrail.ca. Check out the listing of joints on the Barbecue Trail site and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out and show your local barbecue joints some love. Give me a follow on Twitter at eatmorebarbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at eat underscore more underscore barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, my email is eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported, and is a production of Eat More Barbecue Digital Media. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking. <laughs>